And also, I guess his cousin or slash mistress, which, you know, he's from Alabama. No offense, Alabama. Um, Jerry's still Germany, out of that the one. Alabama of Europe. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so, but we're not sure that we're not sure. We know it was his cousin and supposedly his mistress, which again, if he's doing all this other stuff, eh, you know, that's a least for a while. Well, right? I mean, yeah, you know, so, yeah, there's that story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal. Are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know planes that they're building? And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. It's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome to Strange Uncles. I am uh, alive over here, Shane. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Don't spread that rumor. Man, uh, yeah. How, how you doing, man? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm hanging in there, you know, living yeah. the dream. Yeah, I don't know whose dream it is. It's got to be somebody's. I'll tell you, uh, I'll, I'll start it off real quick and say, man, this fucking new dad stuff is kind of for the birds. I, I forgot what a pain in the ass it was. It's been 23 years, and I'm like, oh. yeah, I was going to say, it's been a minute, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been just a just chunk, yeah, for sure. So, But it, it's funny. I, and like I said, it's good. You know, the wife saw his maternity leave, and so that's fine. I'm back to work, kind of, but, you know, I'm still, like, pitching where I can, you know, where I can help. Um, it's just a random shit. It's like. You know, they have these what-the-fuck cries, like, like out of nowhere, like nothing is wrong. You know, their diapers changed, they're fed, you know, they're they're in their little rocker, she's doing fine, everything's good, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just like, man, it just, the whole house goes ape shit, and then she's back to bed, and I'm like, I, I don't know, why are you doing this? <laughs> I don't know. She just wants you to know she's there. Evidently, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Make sure you don't walk away with her or something like that. Yeah, she's just making sure that the uh, crazy aliens that are attracted to sound know where you guys are so they can come kill you. Yeah, it's funny. So, actually, it's funny when you're on that subject. I'll tell you one quick story um, to the listeners, which is, so we, you know, completely redid one of the bedrooms in the nursery, right? We redid the floors, painted, and all that. And we've got one wall that's like a kind of a, you know, we don't want to go with a pink bullshit because everybody does that. Pink, blue, da-da-da, you know, all that stupid stuff. Sure. So we went with like a like a forest green wall, accent wall, and the wife did. Um, she built like these flowers up there, and I think it's just something like in a field of roses, you're a wallflower, some shit like anyway, some hokey stuff. But yeah, the, yeah, the, the changing wife tables, stuff. yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But the changing tables like right against that wall, and for some reason, when she's on the changing table, she sits there and looks at that wall and has a conversation, like just. Smiling, laughing, blah, 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 little blurbs. I even went as far, the, so the, the night she did it, the wife was like, go get your, and this is wife, mind you. You know, she she deals yeah. with the weirdness, but she's not really on board with Yeah, the she thinks it's mostly dumb. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, go go, go play your little weird games, you know, over there type thing. But she uh, she's like, hey, look at this. And she was videotaping her. And she goes, go get your EMF meter. And so I went to get the meter and sure shit, like for some reason in that area, you know, it started, and again, it could be, you know, it could be outlets, not grounded, you know, we're in a hundred year old house, could be anything, you know, so yeah. I'm not saying this, it but it's just weird. She doesn't do that anywhere else in the house. She just does it there and she'll sit there for 10, 15, 20 minutes and just have a conversation with the wall. It's the weirdest thing, dude. So eh, don't know. Yeah, that is weird. No, but you know, aside from that, uh, yeah, uh, enough of my life over here. How, uh, how you been doing, man? Oh, you know, just enjoying retirement. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> dealing, dealing with the, uh, state's websites, which are fucking God awful. Oh my God, dude. I can't imagine. Well, even the wife on FMLA, right? She's got it for like three months through the state, um, through her company, through state, all this other BS. She still has to like file claims weekly. I mean, she's all maternity leave that they that the state is still making her file claims. Like I, I don't know, saying, "Hey, I'm still not working. Give me money." Ba- basically, I mean, it's nothing, right? I mean, it is what it is. But at the same time, it's like, wait, why can't you? I had a baby on this date. I'm back to work on this date. Man, that's what I've been saying about unemployment for at least a month now. Is oh, like. God. 
I paid into this shit for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to apply for four jobs a week to get some money. I should say that it should just be a, Hey, uh, you paid in this long. That gives you X amount of money dispersed across X amount of time. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You have until then to find a job or figure it out. You know, like I shouldn't have to be like, yes, I'm applying for jobs. I should be like, it should be, it should be easy for me to say, Hey, you know what? I'm taking my mid career break. It's been, I've been working for 20 years. It's probably going to be 20 more years before I get another chance to do this. Yeah. Just let me have some of the money I paid in. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, there should be rules around it. I get people, you know, scam the the programs and shit out there, and I get that. But, you know, if you set it up solid and you have all the verification in place, I, I, I don't understand why you need to play the game. I, I just, Well, and the people that scam the programs work just as hard as that as anybody else yeah, does no shit about else, that, right? You know? Oh, fucking insane, dude. Work harder just to get away with stuff. You know, it's just ah, crazy. Yeah, like, crazy. I mean, if they're going to put in the effort, I, yeah, I guess, right? I mean, that's their job as far as they're concerned, I suppose, you know? So, you know, there's that. But anyway, well, good to hear, man. Good to hear you. I know I've been kind of uh, touch bases, hit and miss. Again, listeners, you know, just still schedules kind of up, you know, up in the air a little bit. Um, but we did manage, hopefully, to land another one this week. Um, I don't know, man. You got anything else on your side to share? You want to kind of, you want to jump into the thick and thin of this stuff? You know what? I had all sorts of stuff and I don't remember any of it now. <laughs> you have nothing. Uh, maybe your follow up on the end of this whole thing. This listeners is kind of, it's kind of a short one, which is fine, but it, it's fun nonetheless. And let me, maybe that wasn't the word I wanted to say. Let me premise the word fun by, um, the, the information that we're going to share with you isn't exactly fun, but it's fucking crazy. I guess that's the way to say it. I don't really know how to preface this whole thing, honestly, dude. So I don't know. I love a bit of true crime. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at, you know, for sure. You know, and again, this is something for, you know, the listeners that we usually don't do. We're not going to get, anyway, we'll get into it. But this is, yeah, about once a quarter, we do some sort of true crime type. scenario yeah something along those lines and again you know we always find a loophole to convince ourselves that hey this is why we're going to do it because of this and i guess this is another loophole you know what it's interesting nothing else it's a tidbit maybe you can take it and talk around the water cooler i tend to be more a consumer of true crime stuff than ever really caring much to produce it but Mm. i do think it's fun to talk about on the show every now and then you know what i mean especially stuff like this where it's like uh, there might not be anything supernatural or like strange about it, but it's uh, yeah, yep. it's still interesting. Still interesting. Still kind of fun. Like I said, there's like, some, there's like some when we talked here. about pirates for like two episodes way back in the day. <laughs> I know, you know, right? And I had somebody ask me too that just picked up the podcast. Like, oh man, I love the podcast. You guys talk. You talk about everything, and we're like, well, yeah, we. I mean, we try to keep the corner of the weird, but there's all kind of just kind of whatever interests us. Yeah. I, is that okay? Yeah. He's like, no, I love it. I'm like, oh, it's our okay. show. We'll talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're wasting our own time and you guys can listen to us and waste your time as well. So there you go. You know, it's something, but anyway, well, let's jump into it then and we can, uh, we can go from there. So, uh, again, you know, we preface this whole thing. We really try not to glorify the serial killers and murders and everything, um, you know, but like Josh actually pertained to, it seems to be the rage of late, right? It's like everybody's in the true crime thing. Bunch of podcasts, bunch of movies, bunch of documentaries. Um, I know the wife loves them, you know, so there's that. But oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, and this is one cornerstone, like you said, you know, we can stop. We don't want to give them a proverbial soapbox, but at the same time, every quarter, and if we kind of pick and choose what we're dealing with, I I think we're okay. Um, Our whole process on this thing is people who commit these crimes, especially the ones that are still around sitting in prison, you know, you're just kind of, you're giving them attention. And and that's something that that I, we just, you know, we don't really want to be on that train i guess right um but it does it it everybody's in the ratings are good for true crime and all this other stuff so but we've covered stories in the past and we've covered other things but we try to cover like either killers that have like long gone or cult leaders that are you know they're not around anymore or whatever have you that kind of was a workaround for this whole thing and on this one i think we found kind of maybe another workaround so everybody talks about wicked people from the not so distant past to present right but we ask you, the listeners, how long have we had killers, cannibals, seedy characters around history? We're thinking that one would assume as long society was around, right? Organized structures well, yeah, and culture. Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to get you know? uh, 
fucking philosophical about it, I think mm-hmm. this shit goes back to uh, Cain and Abel, right? I, uh, yeah, no shit. I mean, if you want to dig that deep, I mean, back in the Neanderthal days, right? Somebody's got to hit somebody else in the cave. I mean, it's a thing. So, you know, I, I think it's been, but uh, one would assume with all this stuff and when society gets built on all these things that, uh, you know, some of these things have gone to the wayside. They haven't been documented. They really haven't been written about. So we probably haven't heard about a lot of these possible ones that, that are happening. You know, maybe they turn into... I don't know, you know, over time, centuries, they turn it into a folklore or a campfire story. And bear with us. There are a few stories that we're going to cover that kind of border that folklore thing. But history has documented quite a few. And surprisingly, there were quite a few in the Renaissance era. Don't know why, but it's a thing. And not from one particular group or culture either. It seems like it's kind of was cast about. Um, So we bring you our workaround for this discussing the topic about killers, cannibals, and otherwise dashly folks from the past. And when we say past, we mean the way, way past. So open the gates. All right, so let's... um, Let's kick this one off. This is, seems to be, <laughs> I don't know if I would have had a, a beer with this guy. Maybe. I don't know. Seems like a pretty wild character. This guy was called the Werewolf of Bedburg. You ever heard of this story? I don't know. Sounds like it might be something from uh, Yield Brothers Grimm or something. I know, right? With that name and everything. And werewolves involved nonetheless, right? Um, so evidently, here it goes. Peter Stump. Um, he was actually known as Stube Peter in some accounts that we kind of researched on us, but he was, by his own admission, a killer. You know, go figure. The 16th century German farmer reportedly received a gift of wolf's fur. See, it always starts with that. Like, you know, you give somebody a thing of wolf's fur, Next shit just hits know, a fan. They're yeah. up to no good. Yeah, God damn it. Running wild in the countryside. Running amok wearing wolves and shit like that. Anyway, so the story is uh, he received a gift of wolf's fur from the devil. Of course, why oh, not? Oh, well, that's, there you go. I, I know, right? Uh, when he was a young boy, as one does. Along with it came a, quote, the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, uh, which in the night sparkled like brands of fire, a mouth great and wide with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body, and mighty paws. That's actually out of an old, um, well, you know, the story that the documented on was quoted by an author from way back when. Um, when Stump put on the wolf's fur, he felt compelled to go after children and women, which, okay, I guess Rude. everyone does. Right, you know, leave the guys out. Uh, he reportedly killed more than a dozen people, ripping apart their bodies as he consumed their flesh. Ooh. Okay, there's that. Uh, we're going to put a slight warning now on this. I mean, maybe we should have before you read that first part, but um, we're going to do it now. <laughs> this gets kind of graphic with this, what this dude did. Again, Peter Stube. Uh, it was documented that he also tore out fetuses out of the least at least two women and ate the hearts of the unborn babies, calling them dainty morsels. Mm. Uh, yeah. Some more derbs, eh? Evidently. You know, I don't know if toothpicks were involved. Um, everybody needs a hobby, I guess, right? So, anyway, he also said that they were, uh, quote, best agreeing to his appetite. So, Stump carried out his werewolf deeds for decades. And I think that's what gets me about this one story here. For de- fucking decades, this guy went around in wolf's fur and ripped kids out of wombs. It just, yet nobody saw this before. Mm. Anyway, you know, maybe Germany's yeah, a big place, right? I mean, well, you know, back in the day when. There wasn't CSI Miami and shit, I guess. I don't Drones know, flying dude. around to, to catch all this <laughs> shit, maybe. I don't I have no clue. Anyway, but yeah, so I've been doing this one out for decades. Uh, I think even, it was easier to get away with things back then. Is I would, yeah. Okay, I'll, go, I'll lead you on that one. That makes sense. Um, it gets worse, though. He even actually uh, was blamed for killing one of his own children. Um, so, yeah, don't cry, whatever you do. When he was eventually captured and put on trial in October of 1589, uh, so too were was his daughter. She was actually put on trial with him, um, and it's out on this. And we tried to research the ins and outs, but the story goes a little cattywampus. Reportedly, he actually had an inappropriate relationship with his daughter. That's one of the reasons she went on trial with him. So, I, but you know, mm-hmm. we couldn't confirm that or deny that. And also, I guess his cousin or slash mistress, which you know. He's from Alabama. No offense, Alabama. 
Um, Jerry's still Germany, out on that the one. Alabama of Europe. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so, but we're not showing that. We're not sure. We know it was his cousin and supposedly his mistress. Which, again, if he's doing all this other stuff, eh, you know, that's a least for a while. Well, right? I mean, yeah, you know. So, yeah, there's that. Why well, um, draw the line at that? <laughs> exactly. Where's your ethical, moral lines drawn here? Uh, so, Stump was put on the braking wheel as punishment. Uh, with red-hot burning pincers to have flesh pulled off from the bones. Uh, after that, his legs and arms uh, were to be broken with a wooden hatchet. Oof. Afterward, yeah, right, bad day. Afterward, to have his head struck from his body, then to have his carcass burned to ashes. They really wanted to make sure that this job was done the right way. Well, family. you know, when you're dealing with a werewolf. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, pull out all the stops, right? Um, his daughter and cousin, and again, allegedly mistress, uh, were also burned uh, in 1589 as well. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to accept gifts from the devil, yeah. Well, I mean, that's your first mistake, right? <laughs> to mistake number one. What if you think about that when you get it? It's like, oh, man, I got this really cool. Well, who gave it to you? Satan. Maybe you should take that back. I'm yeah, just saying. I, yeah, I don't know, man. But there's that. I don't. Eh. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Here's a short but sweet one. Um, under extreme torture, Peter Nears confessed to multiple murders and cannibalism. Ooh, cannibalism. Uh, he was originally part of a gang that traversed the German country. What is with Germany? I think uh, <laughs> something in the water, I guess. I know, right? Um, that traversed the German countryside during the mid to late 16th century. Uh, what is it with? Oh, yeah. What is it with all the German weirdos? Again, as I said. Yeah, yeah I, I have. It's weird. What's the deal with Germany? <laughs> um, Not picking on you if we have any German. Li- I think we got two or some shit like that. Anyway, listen, sorry. if we have German listeners, y'all know what you did. Yeah, exactly. You know what you um, did. So uh, anyway, thanks for the cool cars and everything. Um, he was believed to have been mentored by another known serial killer, Martin Steer. Uh, Nears was apprehended in the late 1570s, but escaped and remained on the run until 1581. Details about how many people Nears killed are shrouded in myth, but the consensus is 544 people. Quite a oh, bit. Shit, that's a lot. Quite of a few. Mm. Um, mm. More, more so than I think anyone in the modern era that I can think of. I can't think of anybody that got to that number. I, I know not, that uh, no. I want to say it was Pee Wee Gaskins or somebody he was like up that. There. He was up there, but he yeah, was in but the I don't, hundreds. I don't think it me? was even a. I don't think so. I think it was like double digits. Yeah, I, I get. I don't uh, know. For some reason, something in the thirties is sticking out to me. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but uh, but you know what? I fucking don't know. And even though I'm looking at a computer right now, I'm not going to fucking Google look it, it up. <laughs> no. I just, it's crazy. 500. We play fast and loose do. here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Bear with us. <laughs> so it's crazy. Oh man. Yeah. That's a lot of people though. I mean, mm-hmm. um, that's, uh, that's a, a chunk. That's a chunk. Yeah. And, and I guess oh. real quick here. So I, before you, I think you're going to continue, but I, I guess, I don't know. It's weird. You know, again, we talked about modern era, we talked about these, all these other guys, you know, they're out there doing their shit or did their stuff, you know, obviously none of them were around this number, but what makes them so, is it the crime itself? Is it like, it just, I think what baffles me about serial killers and cannibals and everything that falls into that is how popular it gets and how it's just maintained and carried within, you know, the, the communication and the stories and the, I, I just don't, I don't get how things like that happen and get just blown up. Maybe that's just, uh, I, I don't know. So. Like the legend building or like, yeah, the, I guess like almost like there's people that look up to these people like, Oh my God, I can't believe he did that. Like it's like, they're almost in awe that, you know, this person skinned three chicks and turned them into lampshades. Like, well, I, I mean, it I, is, you know, especially depending on when it was, you know, like if you yeah, look at it, like in yeah. the 20th century and, mm-hmm. and nowadays, uh, it's like, wow, that's how did you get away with that for that long? That's pretty crazy. Right. Right. No shit. Right. You know? And yeah. then like, when you look at it back in the day, it's crazy that they could get up to these numbers, even though it was a lot easier to get away with shit. But I think it's also like when it comes to like the legend around it and stuff like that, you, you know, like these are basically it's, it's the same as like ghost stories. 
You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, yeah. And I guess I, I guess that's the only way I lean to. It's a, like or monster stories, stories, right? I monster guess. stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, maybe there's a story to scare your kids. Hey, shit! If you don't go to bed, this guy's gonna rip your heart out and eat it. I'm just telling you, night night. You know. Yeah. Well, and I and, and I think it's like fascinating and interesting to think about like how how human most beings human beings are normal, right? Most, right. right. Most right. human beings are pretty. Not going around killing people. Sure. Um, and so I Tuesdays. think when you see an aberrant person like, like that, it, it's fascinating to see like people want to know how they got so, how they went so wrong. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like how, what makes their brain tick that way? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and just like rubbernecking at a car accident, like people also are like, wow, that's uh, fucked true. up. Yeah, I we, can't we look love, away. Yeah. We, you know? we love, uh, we love horror stories, don't we? So, yeah. Oh man. So anyway, this Peter um, killed 24 of the deaths that he is allegedly responsible for were uh, fetuses he cut from wombs of pregnant women. Again, what the fuck, Germany? Um, According to accounts, he used the fetuses for magic and as supernatural fuel of sorts. Uh, Hmm. Fetus magic is new to me, but okay. That's interesting. Uh, It's like uh, blood magic. Yeah. Uh, on blood roads. On, on I don't know. Tri- tri- triple, triple time. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, yeah. You know, if we were living in the 41st millennium, we would blame this on the chaos gods. Uh, oh yeah. But, no shit. Uh, right. But yeah. I don't know. We don't have the excuse in this, uh, in this way. You know, when you talk about Germans and weird shit, I, I, the only thing that pops in my ma- in my mind is the big Lebowski and that group of those fucked up Germans are trying to the chase nihilists. them down. <laughs> I just, I just picture. I know it doesn't even equate, but I, I for some reason I can't get that scene out of my head. So anyway, you know, it's a thing. Uh, Germans are just slightly. They off. walk to different drums. Weird, I guess. Yeah, it is what it is, right? No offense to, again to German. paint with a wide brush. Not all Germans, Shane. <laughs> right, Not all Germans. Exactly. I think I got a splash of German in me too. So I can't say. I can't say anything. So. Anyway, that explains a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, does it? Yeah, it probably does. Now it's all coming together. Mm, yeah, well, so. Um, um, so another story here is pretty fun. Mm. Um, so this one actually, I want to say there's a this one I've heard of, and it's uh, it's pretty pretty wild. It's a pretty common one. You listeners mm-hmm. out there probably heard it too. Um, but born in 1560, Elizabeth uh, Bathory. Or as, nice. you know, the anglicized version, Elizabeth Bathory, uh, was a Hungarian noblewoman who in 19, uh, 1609 or 1610 was accused of killing numerous girls and young women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bathory was raised by her aunt and uncle who are thought to have practiced Satanism and sadomasochism. Of course. Um, yeah, I couldn't just be her. Uh, <laughs> by the time she married Count uh, Ferenc, Natasdi, dang! Yeah, I've heard these know. names, but I've never Jesus. read them, and it's yeah, uh, making making my head hurt. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so Count Ferenc, at the age of fifteen, that's who she married. Um, Bathory had likely already been uh, exposed to various rituals and torture techniques under the guidance of her relatives. When she moved to her husband's castle, he reportedly built her a torture chamber. What a wonderful wedding gift. Oh, there you go. Happy Mother's Day. Uh. Yeah. Um, During the first decade of the 1600s, Bathory tortured her servants, driving needles under their fingernails and applying honey to them so insects would attack. Uh, That's fucked up. Need a hobby. Um, After her husband passed in 1604, Bathory's uh, victims or sorry, her actions became more extreme with indications that she ate the flesh of her living and dead victims and that she bathed in human blood. Oh. Uh, when Bathory went on trial, she was accused of killing 80 people, although some theories suggest she killed hundreds. Uh, she was found guilty, but instead of being executed, she was imprisoned. Um, I believe it was house arrest, actually. Um, so, yeah, and this wasn't what I was sure of. So... Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But oh, go I, ahead. I, I think it's the same story. Like, I think you've heard the same story I did um, on this. But finish and then see if it's the same one. I, I don't know. I couldn't find the name, so. Sure. Uh, she died in 1614, and uh, there is a story that is unconfirmed that we've heard floating around that uh, there was a Hungarian princess who was actually uh, bricked up within her own castle to die. 
could this be the same person? It might be. Um, I don't remember. Is that your story so or is that a different? I don't remember hearing her being like bricked up. But I just remember being like what happens with rich people when they get caught doing fucked up oh, shit. Yeah. Is, just you know, set in there. She fucking, got sequestered to her own right, estate and right. probably still had servants and shit. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember also the whole bathing in blood thing was supposedly what kept her looking young. That okay, yep, that's the same story. I remember, like that's where the servants came into it and all, and they would pour like fill the bathtub full of blood and all this other yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I again, it may be the same. It may not. I know it was hungry that that happened, and and the story that I hold, told or heard was um, basically they just bricked her up. They took a tower of the castle and went, oh, okay, you're fucked, and put her behind the brick. And that was it. And then it was like centuries later, they actually found the skeleton and started digging into the story and the history and you know everything else. I, and again, it could be the same. It could not, but uh, I don't know. Coincidence? Yeah, it's been eh, it's been a minute you know. since I like heard the retelling of this story in yeah. detail, so it could be. But um, I've always wondered and, and like heard theories and kind of speculation that one of the reasons in this particular time in history that people were uh, so fucking brutal to each other is that like all the dishes and eating utensils and shit were made out of lead. Oh, so there was I just, heard like, that a too. Massive yeah. amount of, yeah. of lead just in the diet. So literally kinda, tox- toxifies yeah. your brain, you know? And so, the, yeah. the funny thing too, is like hearing uh, one of the theories that people have on like that saying is like, as you get older, you get more conservative that it's mostly baby boomers who are saying that. And mostly the reason that they actually are the ones who are acting like that is that there was a lot of lead in the air. Um, Jesus in the first half of the century from, uh, leaded gasoline. And that, uh, as that particular generation gets older, their bones are decalcifying and the lead that's been in their bones this whole time is coming out. So they're just getting mean. That's so funny. Get off my lawn. It's because of the lead. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck crazy. Uh, I mean, well, and here's another thing too. This whole time frame is where we, as a society, you know, across the world, we were trying. We were learning about medicine. We were learning about health, but we also still practice magic. And we practiced, hey, drink this, and this will cure you. When they didn't really fucking know if that was what was going to. So there's a weird little you know, trying to have knowledge and education build around the human body versus still using the old folklore and the ways and the rights and all that bullshit. Um, it was just a weird era. It was a weird time. You know, I mean, it's like back in the West when, you know, your, your dentist was your barber too. And, and I don't know, just fucking yeah. crazy, crazy shit back in them days, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll chalk it up as lead, you know? Sure. Why not? Something. Why not? So um, we're going to take a quick break. Everybody, we will return with a few more stories. Uh, Stand by. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, we're back, everybody. Um, We are going to move out of Germany, thank Christ, and we're going to move to the France portion of the world. Some would call that an upgrade. Some would call that a downgrade. Mm, Yeah, side grade, Um, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what that looks like. Um, I leave that to you people to discuss and (laughs) and decide. Exactly. A French knight who served alongside Joan of Arc during the Hundred Years' War, uh, Gilles de Rise, was also known as a man who killed numerous children. Nicknamed Bluebeard, which... Okay, I I guess he wasn't a pirate, maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, he not only took the lives of his victims, but also had this infamous legacy. Uh, when the said children were dead, he kissed them, and those who had the most handsome limbs and heads, he held up to admire them and have their bodies cruelly cut open and took delight at the sight of their inner organs. And very often, when Weirdo. the said children... I know, right? Jesus. When the said children were dying, he sat on their stomachs and took pleasure in seeing them perish. So, good old Bluebeard. Sounds like he's the best babysitter you can ever have. Um, let's Don't see. let that guy around, kids. <laughs> right. Uh, 100 feet away from parks and everything else. Uh, prior to his trials in 1440, Reyes was also said to have an interest in alchemy, 
There it is. Summoning demons and conducting black mass rituals, all of which were akin to heresy. Uh, Despite him confessing to tormenting, abusing, and defiling roughly 150 victims, some accounts suggest they were hundreds more. In October 1440, Reyes was executed uh, or hanged or strangled. We couldn't confirm or deny how that all happened. And his body was burned. Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both, right? Drug him behind the stagecoach, all that other shit. Uh, His body was burned, but numerous questions remain about whether he was actually guilty of the offenses to which he confessed. Which I I dug into that a bit when I was writing this up. I was like, wait a minute. He confessed to him. And they, so why are they like, well, we're not sure. Well, you're pretty fucking sure you killed the guy. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> confessions you know. were usually obtained under duress. Uh, true, makes the Chicago true. Police Department of the 60s and 70s look <laughs> fucking nice. Right, right. Um, oh, man. Yeah, Who's I mean, that? they would basically would torture you and you would confess to make the torture stop and then they would kill you. So, then they would kill you, yeah. Uh, you know, having people confess to things in that particular time period. You got to take it, it, with a grain it, of salt. I guess. And it's like a bad Monty Python movie. You do witches float. You know if a witch is float. You know, she drowns and she's uh, not a witch. I mean, yeah. it's fucking the dumbest thing ever. So uh, anyway. Oh, good old Indeed. good old days. Good old days for sure. Hmm. So uh, this for the for our next tale, we're going to stick in the 16th century. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about a man by the name of Peterson also called Axlar Bjorn. So I'm guessing we're heading north with this one, uh, who was a 16th century killer with an unknown death count. Born into a farming family, he was from the Snaf... Jesus. Snefelsness Peninsula in Western Iceland. I know we have like one or two Icelandic listeners, so... Apologies. Yeah. Uh, I am not going to pronounce any of this right or anywhere close to correctly. Um, According to accounts, uh, Peterson committed his first murder when he was 15 years old using an axe he'd found atop a nearby mountain. Now that sounds like some legend shit. Right. Did he pull Uh, it out of a rock? That'd be cool. uh, Let's find out. He dreamt of the axe and was obsessed with it, uh, using it to take the lives of as many as 18 people. Many of Peterson's victims were travelers and wanderers, which made it easy to go on with the killings because most people never even knew them as they were passing through. I mean, he buried their right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, there's that. This is a pungent detail. He buried their bodies in dung heaps or threw them into yeah. ponds. Uh, but it's not entirely clear how authorities caught him. He may have gathered too much wealth from the people he killed, specifically too many horses. Uh, okay, I see that. Um, or after multiple people arrived at his home, he was seen killing one of the uh, killing one by the others who fled. Peterson admitted to killing nine people and was executed in 1595. Before he was beheaded, his limbs were broken with sledgehammers. Uh, it's also possible he was put on the breaking wheel, drawn and quartered, and hanged, depending on which version of this of his history you read. Mm. One additional element was the accusations made against his wife, Thordis, uh, of being an accomplice to his offenses, but this was never proven. How'd you like to have a wife called Thordis, by the way? Hey, Thordis, is, is the chicken ready? I just, what a name. And boy, they yeah. loved the breaking wheel, didn't they, back in the day? I mean, hey, you know, that you know, sounds uh, sounds like a proven way to get a confession. I, yeah, I would say. I'd probably squeal one or two things for sure, so... Yeah. I mean, I think it's at the point where the questioning gets that intense, shall we say? Yeah, uh, you're you're yeah. not getting through it alive. It's just uh, how much pain. Plus, that's, that's yeah. If you're into this, into this sort of thing, if you believed in these sort of things, which most people back then did one way or another, I think, um, or I've been led to believe anyway. Um, you're the church was involved in a lot of this stuff and they were like basically saying confess and you won't go to hell you're gonna die either way but if you confess right it you're right. gonna get hurt less now and you won't go to hell right right winner winner chicken dinner right isn't it yeah. great that the church is really at the at the epitome of all this stuff man good good that's awesome that's just awesome 
Good, Wonderful good organization. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody should join. Uh, they're great. Better than the Boy Scouts. So anyway. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, like the fucking Chamber of Commerce for, <laughs> for the, back in the day, I guess. There you go, exactly. Anyway, well, so onwards and upwards. Uh, the Deeds of Christman Gina Partinga, a 16th century bandit from Germany, yet again, took place over 13 years. During that time, he reportedly killed nine. Okay, Jesus, we thought 450, what, 544 people from the guy previously? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so this one, evidently, he was in a, a, he just wanted to win the game. He reportedly killed 964 people. Again, reportedly, but good God. So suck it, Ed Gene. You know, he's, he's more on you there. Um, he said, I've documented this in a diary, which was found on him when he was taken into custody in 1581, because that's exactly what you do. You write all your kills and butcherings in a diary so you can reminisce about the good old days. I mean, right? That makes sense. Completely. Well, you know, trophies, diaries, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it all goes with the same. Uh, but this is an interesting story because uh, this is where history and folklore converge a bit. There are some assertions that Gina Pertinga never existed, and over time his story became one of sex slavery, cannibalism, all fun stuff, and execution on... He's like the anti-Don Juan. <laughs> yeah, right. And yet again, execution on, can you guess it? The breaking wheel, right? Everybody loves oh, the breaking wheel. Hey. There it is again. Um, for the latter, he allegedly endured nine days of torture before finally succumbing, having been kept alive with sustenance to keep the pain going as long as possible. Oof. Yeah. So there's um there's that. So poor uh, poor Christ man. It, again it, with the name You know like what? Christ Even man. if he was like a mounted knight chopping down peasants with like fucking farm implements during wars and shit, I still don't know how you get to fucking almost a thousand. I, I that's fu- that's cra- that's crazy. I mean, you must like that has to be your job, right? I mean, you have to wake up, cook some eggs and go out and start hacking. I mean, wh- yeah. I don't. <laughs> you, you can't take it's like, breaks. Uh, me know? and my, me and my neighbor were reminiscing about the good old days when you could smoke pretty much wherever. And I was like, man, even back in the day, I still like you had to work to smoke two packs a day. Like, <laughs> right, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I kind of feel like you you have to really work to get to that many people, especially well, like I, I I think that number is inflated. Well, I well even if it's cut in half for fuck's sake. So this happened. Well, let's just for shits and giggles. Okay, so nine hundred sixty-four. Let's do some quick uh, Montana arithmetic here. Uh, divided by thirteen. Right. So that literally he would have to seventy-four people a year, roughly, give or take. And if if you we want to like even get sort of serious with this silly conversation. Conversation, silly like, at, at, at yeah, like what we know about. Uh, well, what I've learned from watching a shitload of Criminal Minds, anyway, um, <laughs> about modern serial killers and stuff is like there's usually a cooling off period. You're not just like like I mean, there are spree right, killers right. who just that's what they do. And they those just go crazy, but that shit usually doesn't last very long. Right. Like right. that's like right. you start your spree and you're just waiting for someone to catch up to you and kill you. Um, typically like law enforcement or whatever. Uh, so even back in the day where, where you could get away with a lot more, like with the cooling off period and everything, 74 a year. I mean, that's like <sighs> fucking still, but Jesus that's like, Christ, uh, more than one a week. Yeah, I mean, you again, you yeah. literally would have to have that as, you know, put on your killing hat and every day at four. I, I just don't know how. Yeah, it's anyway. like. Yeah, fucking uh, insane. Yeah, it's like, well, it's Wednesday. Yep, yep. Here, killing day. It's on the calendar. I got it circled right there. Yeah. So there's that. Well, here's another case where, uh, <laughs> so we talked about some of these before, right? When you get the magic and the Satan and the werewolves and shit all mixed into it. Well, this is another case, Josh, of, you know, totally innocent demons minding their own business. Hey, they've got and, a job to do. That's, well, you know, yeah. and then they're thrown underneath a proverbial bus just as an excuse. I mean, go figure. So here's another one for that. Um, at their trial in 1551, Pierre Burgot and Michael Verdun, uh, whose surnames are also spared Burgot and Verdun, okay, anyway, um, claimed demonic forces were to blame tomato for the, tomato. <laughs> right, for the ghastly behavior. The men were brought before the prior of the Dominicans of Poligny in France, uh, where they confessed to having, quote, renounced God and had sworn to serve the devil, unquote. 
which as one does, dance into making sacrifices to the latter. According to the counts, they then described how they, wait for it, here we go, change into werewolves by spreading ointment on themselves. Once in wolf form, they attacked children and feasted on their flesh before killing them. Ergo and Verdun were burned alive for their offenses. So, yet again, werewolves and demons and all these excuses for killing people. So, you know, there's that. Anyway, damn French. No. Oh man, I, 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 this is bugging me. Speaking of French, hmm. um, I've I pronounced a bunch of things wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, well, sure. like back in junior high school, I took French for like two and a half, three years. I took so, French for three months. I just never stuck. Um, French. In I used to know how French. to pronounce some of these words, and it's uh, it's really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> so when Giles Garnier. And his wife, uh, Apolline, sure, why not? Nailed Apolline, uh, described as sullen recluses, by the way, were brought before authorities. They were accused of stealing and killing several children in France, uh, in the France Comte region between France and Switzerland. Garnier, also called the werewolf of Dole and the hermit of Saint Bonnot, was described as a somber ill-looking fellow who walked in a stooping attitude and whose pale face livid complexion and deep-set eyes under a pair of unkempt bushy brows were sufficient to repel anyone from seeking his acquaintance well so, unless his wife because evidently he landed somebody so well, i don't know maybe, how she looked. maybe he got her back in his young hot days before he started <laughs> looking like the dad from the oc um <laughs> fair enough know, fair man. enough <laughs> oh man jesus uh while in custody he was tortured until he confessed both garnier and his wife were burned alive on january 18th 1574 or 1573 depending on the account but as icing on top of the cake and to add insult to injury he was ordered to pay for his own prosecution <laughs> could you fucking imagine hey before i light this match you got the bill right because i I mean, I've been arguing with a guy over here, and the wood has to be paid for somehow. So, just saying, yeah, that's like you know. certain regimes charging people's families for the bullets after they execute them. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh. Oh man! Uh, here's another one. In 1324, Alice Kyteller was put on trial for sorcery. A wealthy Irish woman from Kilkenny, she was accused of worshiping the devil having intercourse with a demon and killing several of her husbands. Wow. Several husbands. Fun. Girl gets around. Party gal, right? Yeah. Um, When her fourth husband passed, his progeny and Kai Teller's stepchildren. uh, uh Uh-oh. Energy saver turned on. Um, Anyway, where was I? Anyway, uh, her stepchildren. Uh, were the ones who condemned her. Oh, which boo. surprisingly, like, right. hey, you killed my dad. Yeah. Uh, Kyteller and several of her associates were flogged and beaten. As the alleged leader of the group, she was condemned to burn at the stake, but the executioner never took place for whatever reason. The executioner, the execution never took place for whatever reason. Uh, While she escaped deadly punishment, a host of witch trials were taking place at the same time. And in the end, her maid Petronia was burned alive for her involvement in the whole affair, but never good old Alice. Man, I'll tell you, I don't know how people get away. It's like the guy that really doesn't work, but he's a senior manager of some sort. And it's like, how do you work your way up the fucking ladder to do that? It's a, it's the same shit here. Uh, really? For real. Oh, my God. Anyway. Well, um, last on the agenda here, um, Jasper Hannah Booth, a German born again German Jesus born mercenary uh, for the Swiss military, which is different. Uh, fought during the Thirty Years' War. After the conflict concluded in 1648, the ill-tempered Hannah Booth undertook a life of robbing and raiding, as one does, killing as many as 19 people along the way. One of whom may have been his own wife. We're not sure. Couldn't find that uh, if that was fact or not. The majority of Hannah Booth's activities are believed to have occurred in Hanover, Germany. Uh, he was said to have hidden in the pastures under the city after attacking his victims in the Elidridi Forest. His brutality became the backdrop for fictional works like uh, The Murderous Concubine, which is something that I actually looked up. Uh, it 
crazy book back in the day, um, which actually I know, it just sounds fun, which included how he met his fate. When Hannah Booth was tried for his crimes in 1653, he was tortured on the breaking wheel yet again, reportedly uttering the words, Grace, I am seduced, just before he died. Yeah, so he went out with style. Hey, um, there you go. Yeah, and again, the breaking wheel, tool, tool of the trade, back in the day, evidently. So there's that. So I don't know, man. You know, there you have it. Um, small snippets and killers from history uh, that mostly they kind of got washed away due to the more modern-day freak shows like Bundy, The Green River Killer, Dahmer, Gein. list goes on. Uh, kind of hard to imagine that these stories really about someone that killed over 500 people uh, or more, especially children, isn't more of a prevalent story. But I, I guess, you know, that's our culture in general, I suppose. Uh, one or two newer weird things cancel out one or two way older weirder things, evidently. That's kind of how things go. Um but lastly, uh, there were quite a few more cases that we stumbled on while doing the research, uh, but the ones we present above were, let's just say, the more interesting ones, um, and then you interweave the demons, fetus magic, werewolves. Uh, that's all fun stuff, right? I mean, my God, it's going to be a party with all that stuff involved. <laughs> so, you know. But there you have it. Uh, again, you know, every now and again, we uh, we touch ice, uh, the tip of the iceberg on weird shit like this, and and there you go. But again, I, I think, you know, to take the takeaway is number one, werewolves were actually pretty popular, evidently. They Yeah, I think that was just the term excuse. they used for someone who was a just fucking possessed. monstrous piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. We're going to call him a werewolf and fucking be done with it. And the numbers, again, you know, I, I if the numbers are anywhere even close, you know, even if you damn near cut them in half. That's still a, a fucking huge chunk of people that just got axed for no reason. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think those are my takeaways on my side, but I, I don't know. I digress, man. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, it's weird. It was, it's, that was interesting for sure. I'd only ever really heard of Elizabeth battery Bathory for, uh, right. Yeah. Out of all of, all of the people we talked about. Um, but yeah, lots of werewolves, lots of French and Germans, yeah, you know, I'm really glad. I mean, granted, you know, we weren't a country then, but, you know, I didn't see really anything from England or anywhere. <laughs> there was, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what's up with Germany. Uh, maybe they were the well, ones I mean, that did a lot of the lead. Let's I, see, end of the you know. 1500s, that's either the height of or, like, the tail end of, of the, like, witch hunt witch hunt era, right? Yeah, kind of that, say, yeah, falls in that that. So Premier. there was plenty yeah. of fucked up shit going on in England too. Oh, it was just I'm sure they had their like hands like full. State, <laughs> state church sanctioned people, right? Burning hundreds of people at the stake instead of uh, instead of serial killers. I yeah. guess. Yeah, they had a full agenda, so you know why worry about it, right? So yeah, God, there was that. Well, uh, the serial times, killers man. got jobs that let them do what they loved. Is basically, I think, you what know. Was but happening dude, there. I always said that, man. If you're going to do something, do something you really, really care about. I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what you got to do, right? I mean, that yeah, just you makes know, you if, you, if you what, how does the saying go? If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> is that how the saying goes? Something like Evidently, that. Again, nine hundred forty fucking four people, or whatever have you. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Um, so, and we're just, so I'm going to just bookend this, um, on my side, just to say, look again, you know, we're not trying to glorify this and this isn't funny. I mean, my God, you know, this stuff, it, it's horrible that it happened, but I, at the same time, it's like, holy shit, really? You know, the demons, the fetus magic, all the other stuff. I mean, my God, you know, th- this is what you had to deal with back in them days. I, uh, I don't know. L- lucky to have a front yard that I got to mow every week. Right. You know, it's a, it's a different world for sure. But. Yeah, you know, it's a nice little bit of perspective as fucked up as the world is these days. Could be worse, has been worse. Has been worse, yeah, exactly, right? You know, and 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 I will say it's one of those things where everybody says, oh my God, I've never seen it this bad. No, you know what? We've made some leaps and bounds throughout the centuries. This is a very good example that we're not quite as <laughs> yeah. bad as we as we were, okay? So, you know, maybe we didn't treat people right, but, you know, whatever. So there's that. But uh, anyway, folks, so yeah, that's a write-up. Um, we've got some more. I've got another one that I'm writing on. We've got some guests lined up. I'll be honest with you, and Josh and I were talking a little bit uh, prior to recording. Um, again, you know, the my schedule is a little goofy. So, you know, we're booking guests is, is a whole nother beast of its own because I, we I want to make sure that I, you know, we have that time to actually interview them and we're not postponing and moving things around. Um, it just so happens we're recording Saturday evening, this, which usually is not our, our regular day. 
Um, so bear with us as we kind of work through the the kinks and and my fault completely my fault. I'm the one that, you know, did this to myself and the podcast. So blame me. Don't don't blame poor old Josh over there. He's he's just hanging on. So there's that. <laughs> anyway. Uh just hanging on, enjoying retirement, you know. Right. Yeah. One day at a time, man, right? Um, anyway, you can go ahead and you can email us any stories or anything you want or comments, or if you heard some of these stories, you have anything to kind of add to them, um, feel free. You can email us at strangeuncles at gmail.com. You can call us at 801-252-69-45, werewolves and all, and, uh, let us know so we can go there. Um, how are we looking social wise? Oh, we're in the same familiar places. We're at Strange Uncles Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Strange Uncles on Twitter. We have the old uh, YouTube channel. Um, and uh, yeah, we're pretty quiet on the social front these days, just with, uh, you know, everything being kind of up yeah. in the air. It doesn't make a lot of sense to post a lot of stuff right now. Um, but uh, you can hit us up there. Uh, we might get your messages yeah well we, um, we will eventually. tweet at shane <laughs> there you go <laughs> tweet at me yeah let me know what you're doing and again you know like i said we, we've got more to come down the pike but uh you know we'll try to keep these things on a weekly uh weekly cadence if we can um surprisingly you know looking at the numbers and the listeners we really haven't dropped or fluctuated that much so i think you know the ones that we really we have they're fans of course you know want to thank the patreons too um you guys we couldn't do this without you guys and and even the little shekels that you throw away much appreciated um josh actually shipped some new uh swag my way uh and maybe if i can get caught up with stuff maybe i'll we'll throw some stickers out to the patreons um just so you guys have something so much appreciated you know thanks for got those um already got some advertisements on them you know so and a big shout out to alex who's a good friend of ours who actually helped put them together um, I don't Thanks know if Al. you want to yeah don't want to if you add more to that to it josh but yeah appreciate it man um and that's that so stand by for more. Uh, we will continue onwards and upwards. And if you guys got any recommendations, again, shout it our way. And I don't know. You got anything else? Uh, as a lifelong Miami Heat fan, go <laughs> the Heat. Go there. There you go. <laughs> There's that. So anyway, awesome. Thanks, everybody. Close gates.